0: Hello, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fill one slot in the college football playoff and, and, and give it to the Washington
4: Huskies. Johnson cuts
5: up field. Oh, he's going to go across the 35-30. He slides down to the 25. The Huskies are going to win
0: the Pac-12 championship. Dylan Johnson did it. He picked up
5: a first down, and the Huskies are
0: Washington 34, Oregon 31. I love this team. I love these coaches.
1: I love it all.
0: (laughs) I love everybody, man. I love you. And I love you. I love you. Learfield Sports on the call. The Huskies are headed to the college football playoff. Joining us now on the hotline, nobody we love more. Longtime college football insider, owner, editor, proprietor of collegefootballnews.com, your one-stop topic for college football. All the previews, all the analysis you could possibly need. It's Pete Futek. Pete, what's happening, bud? Thank you for joining us on the night the Pac-12 died. Well, I appreciate that. But is that
3: lobby Brady? Call, time to change. By the way, is it news that, like, you're viral right now? You are across the Twitterverse, the Xverse?
4: Yeah, it's kind of a big deal.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you've kind of
4: gone viral here. Yeah,
3: yeah. The, the freezing cold cold takes kids uh, caught a hold of uh, you know a tweet of yours, or an ex of yours, or a Twix of yours, whatever it's called. A twix, yes, yeah.
0: Because yeah. Nice. Yeah. I said Washington by three, nope. in this game, mm. and I turned out to be right on. So people really want them. You no, know, no, no. I hear. I, I <laughs> like. I, 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 I've
3: been. I've been freezing cold takes taken before, and they took it out of context. <laughs> and I realized you you just got to have to, like, say, cool, okay, fine, until the, you know, turn off the idiots who get really actually mad at that and just realize it's all in fun. But, yeah, like, not, not like you were a lone wolf on this. No. I mean, nobody <laughs> exactly, had, you yeah. know. I, I mean, look. I thought Washington would cover. I thought they would make this close. I was like, poor Washington. I hope they just show off This little team that you know might be able to make it. And then I thought they would come close and then lose it late. And Bo Nix just never got his shot. But yet nobody really had had this. And so now we get to the the, the point of this. That hey, look for what I do. I. Other teams upset others to make this interesting because, like, I want to send my kid to college. But it might just be as easy as four teams go 13-0 and and win their conference championship and we sleep in on Sunday.
0: Mm. Well, uh, look, as someone who said Washington by three and it's going to be close and they're going to pull it out late, Maybe they'll run the ball a little bit, uh, Pete. Watching this, this really surprised me because these were two teams who are going in opposite directions. Like, and yes, I get. I'm watching myself go viral because I picked Oregon in a route and I was very loud about it.
4: That's uh, yeah, all right. It's all clicks for Fox Sports Washington. Radio. Love it totally. What? Totally. It. This, is nice. this, is, cause this is as good as this is good it
3: gets. You didn't actually do anything. Yeah, you're not going to get canceled.
4: No, nope. you didn't actually,
3: you know, do anything wrong.
4: I <laughs> picked a game wrong. Yeah, oh no, yeah. I, was, I was the <laughs> like, first.
3: John Putin, Hamas, you—the war
0: history's greatest monsters. Look uh, out! Oh. I was the first guy to ever pick a game wrong, but uh, but but here's the thing: is they were going in opposite directions. Oregon was charging toward the playoff, and Washington was out of gas. And yet tonight, the Huskies were just—look, they were just one step ahead most of the night. And that's really what it was. They were just one step ahead of Oregon, just a little bit better. And, you know, that final play, that first down, you know, the year 50 of watching football, watching the DB not cover a wide receiver close enough at the yardstick, and, you know, Jalen McMillan gets the first down. I give Washington a lot of credit, but I did not see that coming for the Huskies.
3: Can I, a quick a quick tangent going away from this, with all the metrics and all the next-gen stats and all the 1.0% chance of this play, Why can't anybody figure out when to take a knee? Yeah. Like it was driving me up a wall because they, I mean, you know, God bless because nobody knows because they're like, oh, well, that helps Oregon because, you know, they got a penalty. It stopped the clock. Yeah, but it took nine seconds off. They had one timeout left and they kept handing the ball off. And if they just took a knee, ran the clock down, They'd have to give up the ball with approximately like six seconds to go, you know. So, yeah, but that that outweighs the risk of fumbling and giving it to back to Bo Nix. And two plays later, you're out. You're like, I don't get why he's going to do this. But this all this game also showed another thing that's kind of mixing in with the transfer portal. The other big story in college football right now is all of these million dollar quarterbacks and all these. Things. If I when I run a college football program. You can have a pretty good quarterback, but get the linemen. Yeah, what, what won this? Give me, give me the guy. Give me that left tackle who can just shove. You know, give me the, the big that big defensive tackle in the middle for Washington who just ate everything up against Bucky Irving. You know, the, get the big dudes. I mean, because at the end of the day, what happened? Yeah, Bo Nixon, Oregon are a whole lot of fun but they just got shoved in this game they when they absolutely had to they said we're not messing around here we go just bam that offensive line of washington just got the job done
4: johnson 28 152 and and two on the ground i mean just That's uh, pretty amazing good. right i mean That's and pretty good. and it sealed the deal but we were joking about it you know as it got to halftime and and oregon was creeping back into the game uh, I saw Penix Jr. go to the ground on a play, you know, just kind of to, to avoid a hit. That was the first time I think his his jersey had actually hit the turf at that point.
3: Kind of amazing. I mean, that's the you know that's the NFL scouting you know thing on him He's like, okay, he's great. If he gets time, he's absolutely deadly. He threw just a couple of beautiful downfield shots. I mean, he just he just has that ability. But you get he's not getting pressured at all. And that's going to be the tough part for the scouts going forward. When you're talking about top five, top ten ish pick, is like okay, I mean, obviously he's good, obviously he's talented, but you know, under pressure he's fine. But he's a different quarterback. You saw in the third quarter when they get pressure on him and be, and be able to, to, to lay a finger on him.
0: Pete Futek with us, CollegeFootballNews.com insider, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the TyRac.com studios. All right, one more on Washington before we get to tomorrow. Is this a Washington Husky team that can do damage, make it far in the CFP, play for the championship, win it? Or is this a team that, hey, Washington's been a good run, they're going to play Michigan, they're going to play Georgia, and that's going to be it? Well, this ties
3: into what are we getting tomorrow? Like, here's where this gets fun. First of all, obviously, we're going to carve out time for the amazing Conference USA Championship with... Twelve hundred yards of offense, seven yeah. hundred and twenty yards of liberty offense. That was a that was fun. That was that was just a good multiverse use of the multi multi view. But anywho, uh, yeah, they could because like well, well, first of all, what are we getting with the SEC championship game? Because that means everything. So in this whole the, our overarching thing, if Florida State wins, they're not going to say, "Hey, we have four thirteen and zero Power Five conference champions." If Georgia wins. And leave out Florida State. They're just—they're not going to do it. It's—it's. It's, I know there's going to be arguments and say, "Oh, this team should be better." I just don't think it'll happen. Uh, it would just go against every sort of precedent. So, like, Texas kind of got hosed in this because it, there's not really a path now. Uh, they need Alabama to beat Georgia, or Texas has no chance because if if Georgia wins. Then what happens? I mean, then if Florida State is able to beat uh, Louisville, they're going to take the four thirteen zero Power Five Conference champions, and that's that. Um, but not beating Oklahoma, that's just not quite good enough. So if Florida State wins tomorrow and Georgia wins tomorrow, it's game over. If Florida State loses, then we get the – I'm sorry, if Alabama wins, then we get the argument, is it Georgia or Florida State? I mean, it, this this gets funky for Texas. So Texas, long, long-winded long way of saying this short, they needed uh, Oregon to win, and it didn't happen.
4: Absolute chaos. So what, what are you looking for in that Florida State-Louisville matchup? Two points spread, Just, 45 and a half. Yeah. Uh,
3: this is where the rest of FSU shows. I mean, this is kind of what happened tonight with Washington it's kind of what I see Florida state being, being like, all right, you think we're doing enough, enough. Okay. You know, just, yes, our quarterback might be down to our third string guy, but we also have the best, better defense. We also have the, the guys on on the other skill spots. We have the offensive line. We're going to run the ball 50 times, go ahead and stop us. And I think Florida state kind of comes out and be and, and just like, we're, we're, we're just going to overcome our quarterback. And I think that the CFP narrative it's pretty easy, especially if they are down to that third string guy. It's not Ron It's they It's they, able to say, look, you know, yeah, their number two guy is out with a concussion, but a month, a month from now, he's supposed to be fine. So, you know, they got through this, they're undefeated, and let's see what they can do in this thing. So uh, I am looking for, I mean, but obviously then it all comes down to the SEC championship. That is everything. I've done this far. I still think Bama, I, I, I know this Bama, how Bama rolls. I've seen I've just. Still got 2021 in my head. It's going to be interesting, but if if Alabama Alabama wins that, then this gets really, really funky. If Georgia wins, it's going to be pretty basic stuff here.
0: Oh man, Pete! I can't. Alabama wins. How do we get Alabama and Georgia in and Michigan? And we're kicking out Florida State. Is it, I mean, that is the CFP. Do they want that? Do they want Alabama in, or do they are they saying, "Hey, we need Georgia to win this game so we don't have absolute anarchy and chaos"?
3: Yeah, I mean, if if Alabama wins, then what do you do? Because like, let's say Alabama wins and let's say Florida State loses. Okay, if so Florida State loses, then that. Then what do you got? You've already got we're assuming a Michigan win. I think Michigan did not even if they lose, but let's say you know let's say it's clean, Michigan wins, no problem. So then, if Alabama wins, you said Michigan's the one, Washington's the two, Alabama's the three, and then your the argument comes down to. Georgia who lost, let's, say, let's assume Texas wins the big 12 championship. Like this, this whole, this part of the debate can be over by lunch tomorrow for you guys. But uh, Texas can, if Texas wins, are you taking Texas, which wins their big 12 championship? Are you taking Georgia? Now we're assuming if Florida state loses, like they have never, ever taken a power five championship game loser uh, over a power five championship 12 and one winner. So for them to put in Georgia just because over Texas, that they can't. They, they can't say, hey, Texas, you won your Power Five Conference championship. Georgia didn't. You beat Alabama, and you're out, and the two SEC teams are in. So basically Washington winning tonight probably killed the idea of two SEC teams getting in if Texas wins tomorrow
0: morning. See, but here's the thing, Pete, and this is what I come back to. And, and seeing when the CFP committee director went on ESPN earlier this week and said, Yeah, Florida State undefeated number four. Different team without Jordan Travis. Said it twice, different team without him. I can I can easily see. After that, what are they gonna say after games tomorrow and then on Sunday? Our job is not to pick who had the best resume. Our not job is not to pick who beat who. Our job is to pick the four best teams in the country right now. Yeah, it doesn't matter that Texas beat that. Alabama. It doesn't matter. Because what are they going to do? We have the 12-team playoff next year. doesn't matter. We're yeah. going to get it all next year they they
3: say that and then they don't i mean like like good you know, old oh, boo you want to talk about freezing cold take i think in the, in that analysis he's saying uh, is that i think his his rationale was Bo Nix hits 83% of his passes i think i think that was, I think he actually said something to that effect and they say, here's the, the thing you remember about the college football playoff committee i used to work with them I've been in there, I've no, I've done the process, I've gone through the whole thing. I stayed in Grapevine, that lovely place. They have a nice little bakery there. Nice place. The top line of everything is did you win your conference championship? And they want the other thing, the, the rules are loose. They they specifically keep everything just a little bit, you know, vague. Just in case they, they want some wiggle room to, to mess around with things. But they have again they have never, ever left out a, an undefeated Power 5 conference champion. And they only left out Ohio State one year when they were 12-1 because they got housed by Purdue and Notre Dame, which is basically a Power 5 team, went undefeated. That's it. They've never left out a 12, another 12-1 Power 5 conference champion. And they've never, certainly, I don't think, are going to ever leave out an undefeated Power 5 conference champion.
0: He's on Twitter, at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek, College Football Insider. Check out everything you need for Championship Saturday, collegefootballnews.com. Pete, as always, man, appreciate it. And you'll feel good, because I have Louisville in a route tomorrow. So you'll feel good. good <laughs> about Florida State. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Hey, good for me. Good knock it out. <laughs> See you, buddy. Have fun. Later. Yeah. Yeah, boy, it's fun watching yourself go viral for, no, for missing missing a game completely. <laughs> right, but it,
4: the analysis I think was probably like AI picked up by many other sites already in oh, their analysis. Say, it was AI no, me that no, picked up no, no, no. to but win it, this game. But the oh. but what I'm, the point Stone I'm it. making is we did the analysis, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Right. And I think it was echoed just a matter of how deep you went down the rabbit hole of stats, narrow victories, near misses, all of those things like we did. (laughs) Others might have done it more surface level going, ah, you know, Oregon's just scored a lot of points right now. (laughs) Bo Nix is great. No, we did the deep dive. And you know what? Washington heard it, used it as bulletin board material. And they rallied around it, and they played a hell of a game. You, that's all you could say. You know what the best part about this tweet is, Mike? <laughs> What's I'm that? I'm seeing gifts that I haven't seen in forever. <laughs> but and that's they're the other thing.
0: Phenomenal.
4: Look, man, there's a great Duff McKagan song where he just keeps yelling, "We win, we win, we win. Keep, keep pushing it." Keep telling us how dumb Jason and, and I am <laughs> it's a win for the show. Exit, oh, it's mostly Jason. Exit how about a well, That's day? why
0: I parenthetically added me. Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yeah. Oh, look at this. I love going right. You got the game wrong. I did. We'll talk about it coming up next. Washington's <laughs> hmm. into the playoff. Who could join them? Could we see upsets? What about our upset special picks? Now you're going to want to go opposite me for everything. Keep it right here. The Friday night fun is just starting on the last night of the PAC 12 conference. They had a good run. Keep it right here. They did have a good, okay. Yes, they did have a good run, but Until now the it's final over. decade. That's <laughs> it's next right here. This is Fox. See
1: honks in a row, Jay.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM. Eastern 7 PM. Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app
5: They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across the yacht club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC and trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith presents the dynasty exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Easy, Chewy. Chewy, take it easy on Jason, man. <laughs> you can wait two minutes and I call. He'll someone. rip you apart. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith <laughs> Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. La live from tyrack.com studios
4: <laughs>
0: where uh thank you to uh freezing cold takes yeah thanks for picking up my Oregon will Oregon will smoke Washington prediction from earlier this week and boy I'll tell you this is
4: this is not a great last few
0: minutes for me on,
4: on No on, it's great can we, can we do another four really hot take oh, videos man. that That's go great. up before tomorrow's you know,
0: game and pe- and people always say to me hey like when uh, oh Louisville's going to win in a route over FSU route <laughs> your mic's on <laughs> like okay so I picked Oregon in a route over Washington and you know it was put up as you know, this week as an article and now it's going viral because clearly I was wrong and you know the thing is people say to me all the time and they always ask me this is that hey when you're on, so if you're if you're wrong about something is it a big deal and I go I'm, I'm never wrong what are you talking about he goes <laughs> he goes well if you pick a game wrong I go oh. If I pick a game wrong, you know, it, it, you know, everybody picks games. You, no one really holds you down to it. You know, that doesn't really matter. Nope. Clearly, I was wrong. Twenty plus years in the business,
4: and I'm wrong. No, but <laughs> but here's the thing: does it? Our boss is going to be mad. You got it the, wrong. The, the Hell game no. Wrong. Yeah. Keep click, 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 click. And does it matter know, if you're wrong on not a at all. grand no, no, scale. <laughs> you know, if if you're to rank them, this is like you know the I'm Jets. Jets games that are in the two sixties and are top two seventy two of of two uh, thousand twenty three is that yay you watch them they sucked. You move on. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of oh, guys yeah, 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 yeah. With, with extra commas in yeah, their yeah. paychecks that yeah. say a lot of really stupid things with some regularity. Yeah. They're still employed. No, you're right. No. You picking a game wrong? Yep. They ain't running you out of the chair. No, no. Well, there's another few thousand right there. <laughs> Unless you start cursing about it and use some and let the expletives fly.
0: <laughs> I can I can never go to Seattle again. I, sure you can. I know I picked him to go to the World Series. Jade Rod was the MVP. Neither of those things happened. Well,
4: for a while he looked like he was he was really gonna make a run, maybe, and then everybody
0: it, else stopped hitting when he did. Maybe now they're even I feel like they're even with me now. I got even with Jason Smith. He picked Oregon in a route. And
4: then you did that thing where they threw the fish to you and you dropped it and caused all sorts of problems. I mean, come on.
0: This is almost like an onion tweet because it's it's what I – Oregon will smoke Washington. They're (laughs) going to crush them and Bo Nix will win the Heisman Trophy because of it. That's what I said.
4: Is that why Bo Nix (laughs) was, you know, in in a heap on the bench at the end of that game? Was it because of you? Is that Yahoo's fault Jason Smith? He put it all on me.
0: And I said it all. I I even said it today in L. A. We talked about the the death of the Big Ten. I was on with Rodney no, Pete pack here 12, on Pac 12. twelve. Big, Big Ten sorry, continues sorry, to expand. The highly two. lucrative.
4: Big twenty. As well soon. as you know, Northwestern beating number one yeah. Purdue. Today. Uh, we talked about the death of the death of the Pac twelve. No, I said Oregon's going to smoke Washington. Use what they're going to blow
0: them out. I don't even the points lay whatever you can. No, and apparently that was not <laughs> the case. Uh, but. Let's go to Vegas right now, bring in a longtime friend of the show, Vegas Insider, former odds maker at Caesars. Check him out on CBS, the Bet the Board podcast, Todd Furman. Todd, what's happening, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well, gentlemen. Hopefully you guys are holding up on this fine Friday oh yeah you know me I, I i just said oregon's gonna crush the crap out of washington and you know it didn't happen that way so uh, i mean look a 10 point
7: favorite loses all the time in college football i mean that was a side that took money from professional betters. there was a real battle in that game but you know you watched washington early on clearly they felt disrespected and put together their most complete effort that we'd seen arguably since the last time they played these very same ducks up in seattle
0: now, wait a minute, Todd. Look at, look at Todd trying to make me – maybe it's the holidays. I expected Todd to go, Smith, that's what happens when you make stupid picks like you did. That's what I was going no, really I mean, to say. No, I mean, look, I mean, here, sometimes you say some
7: things that are landish, and I'll cut you down a peg or two. But this one, I mean, look, people say things all the time about games, get them wrong, and that's the nature of the business. I mean, a 10-point favorite loses every week in college football. I don't think anybody thought Oregon would really struggle this much to move the football offensively, and you've seen a seismic shift in the Heisman Trophy odds as well as a result of the performance tonight.
4: What's the, uh, the turnout there? I mean, obviously, it looked like a, a nice jam-packed uh, stadium at Allegiant. Are they uh, bringing their wallets to bet? Uh, I mean, usually when you get this kind of
7: crowd in town for a game like this, you're going to get folks that are stopping at some of the properties on that side of the strip to put a little skin in the game. And as far as the way this game was bet, I'll look. I mean, you saw very good two-way action with a number that opened in no man's land north of a touchdown. And it just goes to show that even when you start to adjust your power based on current form, things can change. Uh, and the general public thought this was too many points and found themselves on the Washington side and end up cashing that ticket with relative ease.
0: All right, Todd, so we watch Washington win. They're in the college football playoff. Tomorrow we have other winning in games. If I said to you, the undefeated team that's going down tomorrow and you got to give me somebody, who do you give me? I mean, if you're looking at the teams that are undefeated, I mean, this is
7: the low-hanging fruit that's out there. It would be Georgia the most likely to lose, given the fact that it's a team only, you know, in that four-and-a-half, five-point range. But, you know, I think Texas is going to have their hands full against Oklahoma State. You have a team that has nothing to lose out there. Coach Gundy's teams have fared exceptionally well when they step up in class, both from a straight-up and ATS standpoint. And I think when you look at the way the Cowboys played against Kansas State and Oklahoma earlier this year, while it may not be easy, uh, look, Steve Sarkeesian, not afraid to let him fear teams hang around so i think oklahoma state's got more than a puncher's chance to maybe spoil the party for the longhorns
0: so you like florida state you didn't mention florida state and they could be down to casey weldon at quarterback I mean, this is a game right here that it's not really an upset
7: by any stretch of the imagination. With Florida State a one-point favorite, so flip a coin in this game, and I think it'll hinge a little bit more on what the Seminoles can do defensively in this spot than anything else. We've seen Adam Fuller really try and mix things up defensively. Typically comes with a vanilla game plan for the Seminoles early in games and tries to get more exotic in the second half, but in this spot, they may need to try and force a short field, create a turnover, but there are a lot of people that really believe in Brock Glenn, and this number got down to a pick and you saw Florida State money start to come into the market, driving this back into that one, one and a half range. So people that want to eulogize Florida State already, uh, I think are doing so prematurely. And we'll see if this team uses the injury around Jordan Travis and the potential concussion to Tate Rodemaker to really galvanize the troops and complete their undefeated campaign, much like Washington did tonight.
4: What are the odds that Iowa gets shut out? (laughs) <laughs> well, not as
7: great as anybody would think When you look at their team total At 7.5, heavily shaded to the under I mean, we got this matchup in the Big Ten Championship Two years ago, and it was Michigan winning 42-3, to so asking for Iowa to get shut out here, I think The better profit is which team will sco- score More points this weekend, the Iowa Hawkeyes Or the New York Jets, we'll set both those over-unders Right around 7.5 hey, hey, hey,
2: we're playing the Falcons,
0: man, come on, dude this is not, We're playing the Falcons
7: we'll get- Your quarterback is still Tim Boyle And the fact that Jets fans thought he was going to be an upgrade over Zach Wilson is one of those things that leaves me scratching my head because we talked about before, Zach Wilson may have thrown a pick on a Hail Mary at the end of the half, but he would have had the athleticism to at least make the tackle, unlike Tim Boyle.
0: Hey, every day that goes by, Aaron Rodgers is coming back sooner and sooner. He's going to be the guy going out there on Sunday. I'm not yeah. worried. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure
7: Aaron Rodgers is itching to get back there and take snaps under center for a team that may be 4-10 when he gets activated off IR.
4: He's a medical marvel. Uh, San Francisco-Philadelphia game of the week. San Francisco field goal favorite. Philly is there a question of motivation with this one banged up and really you're still playing for January does this one matter that much
7: I don't think motivation is a question at all because if San Francisco ends up beating Philly here and the Eagles were to lose back to back games their stranglehold on having that number one seed in the NFC gets to be perilously thin so I think Philadelphia go out there give it everything they have now if it's enough to beat a 49ers team that'll be well rested coming in off the mini bye with revenge on their mind that's a much different story I mean this is Eagles team with a point differential, plus 64 this year despite the 10-1 and record, will be the first team with a record like that to be a home underdog with their normal starting quarterback since 1970. So historically relevant this weekend, and you can understand why bettors and oddsmakers are alike, are a little bit skeptical of a Philadelphia team that has been living on the razor's edge with comeback wins against Kansas City and Buffalo, now playing their third game in 13 days or thereabouts.
0: All right, Todd, last let's finish here, because it may be the last time we talk to you before this happens. If I said to you in the next week we expect it to be done, Shohei Otani will have his new team. The team will be who? Uh,
7: you know what? I think he ends up with the Dodgers. I don't think Shohei decides he wants to switch coast, and I think uh, he realizes that he can still keep his current residence in Los Angeles, and we know the Dodgers have no problem ponying up the cash. I feel that makes the most logical sense if Shohei has enjoyed his time in Los Angeles.
0: Uh, Todd, uh, Justin Frostberg wants you to move in with him now. After that take, he love he loves you. He loves you so yeah. much.
7: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not quite sure that's the, that's the case. But, you know, Frost may have a new job. He may end up getting to be Brandon Staley's personnel valet and may have to be responsible for booking Staley's travel if the Chargers lose on Sunday to the Patriots.
0: <laughs> He's on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman. Check him out, the Bet the Board podcast, former odds maker at Caesars on CBS as well. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate you with us on a Friday night, man. Thanks for hanging.
7: Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, brother. Talk to you soon.
0: Look at Ty. It must have been the holidays. Smith, that was a stupid-ass pick you made with
4: Oregon. (laughs) Oh, hey, look. It happens. It happens. It happens. Look, it's college football. We see big big underdogs rise up.
0: Yeah, and I do want to say this. I, I, I distinctly like the fact that you added me on the tweet. That, that I picked Oregon to win on, and you added Washington football on there. Hey, Washington football, see what my jackass co-host Who yeah. did this? <laughs> I did. You did that? Yeah. Oregon did it. Dude, we got to put Mike up on our shoulders, He, man. Add- <laughs> he added Washington football. <laughs> I said congrats. Yeah, that's at- a troll yeah. job. Add
4: Washington football. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did wait. you add Softy KJR? <laughs> oh, I should have. Yeah, I'll go yeah. back and do it again. Did you add Mark Brunel and Don James and Billy Joe Hobert? All the other guys- luminaries Edmund. that were there? Yeah, you know, all these- I mean, Deadly Shrimp was there. Does he still have the blonde mullet? He does. Oh, it man. looks spectacular. No. Yeah, yeah. Check it out.
0: Look at this. I'm sorry that that that. Northwestern didn't win on a night where they could own the spotlight. No, for, it's you know. look,
4: it's early basketball. It's yeah. early conference play. Sure. It's all of that stuff. Sure. And, but you succeed and proceed. Uh-huh. Take the W. Hard-fought win in OT uh, where they had a, a big powwow of, all right, how do we get the Purdue players off the floor yeah, yeah, in the yeah. final seconds without them being mobbed? By the student section and everybody rushing the court. See things are going great scene. for
0: Purdue until Matt Painter did that interview with us.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it is his fault. Yeah, no, see it's your fault again. Uh, Go see man, if we can find is. clips of that. Twitter, hey, uh, freezing cold tanks. <laughs> I got another one for you. Uh exit out about a fresca.
0: Exit swollen dome, the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Carmen. Coming up next. I am glad you are with us tonight because we always talk about being able to to break down the end of an era, but it is a very special night where it is the end of an absolute era and you want to be with us to talk about what's coming up next. Jason and Mike, Fox.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
6: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Why is Queen still playing? The
0: jukebox must have been plugged in. Well, unplug
4: it. You want to go get some sandwiches?
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike
4: Harmon. And the musical stylings of Alex Tyshirt. Hey, Alex! If we hadn't said it enough tonight, thank you. You
0: know, once in a while, when I thought, "Wow, he's really going to play Mariah Carey," all I—oh wa- no, 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 we're not getting. Wait, there. did you no, thank no, the crew no, from Five
4: Seventy today?
0: Uh, I know, well, because I filled in at Five Seventy in L.A. today. I did not thank the crew today on Twitter. I need to thank. Why? What happened? Just make sure. Well, I, you I set
4: th- precedent, man. Do I, did, f- I
0: did. I did. I forgot to thank. I, I got to thank everybody. I thank everybody. Everybody. Listen, especially no, thank since, you, Jason. Since thank you, Alex. especially thank freezing thank you. cold takes. Yes, because right I have closed the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is closed. I've closed. I've <laughs> locked the door. Nobody is inside. It's Jason, done. there's a big sticker on the front saying closed. Did you thank us at 570 today? I but I didn't thank them either. I didn't thank anybody yet. Wow. I maybe maybe I'm waiting till the end of the day. Wow, oh, the holiday season.
4: Maybe I'm waiting till the end thank of the day nobody
0: to thank everyone.
4: He's gonna steal a uh, Fallon's bit and start doing thank you notes. I'm just not gonna thank any of you. Thank you, well, freezing cold well, takes. All you ungrateful people. Thank you, editors at freezing cold and, takes. TJ, thank
0: you, India. Thank you, Providence. <laughs> thank you. Wow, thank you, nicely sh- done. Thank you, Syracuse. Thank you, Northwestern. <laughs> Thank you, Big East 1989. Uh, We say the phrase, the end of an era, all the time. Sure. And we'll get into my my pick that didn't work out in a few minutes. Uh, We say the end of an era all the time, but tonight was... The end of an era. And and for a long time, it's weird. I get these feelings sometimes when we do shows that just certain shows feel a little bit different because it's something happening that is just you're never going to capture again. And it's the end of the Pac 12. It's the end. To, tonight, the Pac 12 is closed, right? We talk about the Pac 12 died tonight. It did. This was the last night. The Pac 12 is done. Pac 12 football is over. A conference that. Everybody grew up watching that I'm still tonight I'm that 8-year-old kid that watched USC and the Rose Bowl for the first time and Charles White uh, go crazy I thought he was going to be an absolute superstar in the NFL and and everything through the 80s and and the USC UCLA rivalry and Washington winning in the 90s mm-hmm. with Don James and then you know USC and then UCLA's mini dynasty they had in the mid 90s and suddenly watched USC and Pete Carroll become the rock stars of college football in the early 2000s and and then Incredible gross mismanagement of this conference for a decade, and now there's no more Pac-12. I mean, it's done. It's over. I mean, certain things. Y'all, yeah, you'll have a certain amount of time, and then it's going to end for you because nothing lasts forever. But did I ever think the Pac-12 or the Pac-10, when it was there, was ever going to not be around? And now it's gone. It's gone.
4: Well, but that's the thing, right? Is and and we love to bring our pop culture, you know, wisdom or uh, stupidity, uh, depending on how you see it, when we talk about movies and TV shows and everything else. Right? We we have the blip. We go to the Marvel universe, the snap, the blip, and all of that, and everything vanishes. It's kind of how it feels with a lot of stuff, right? As you get older, things disappear. But the college sports landscape is just so ever evolving, like it's the you know time lapse philo- photography, right? This happened over a thousand years. I showed it to you in (laughs) 6.8 seconds. That's kind of what we've gotten here, right? You knew change was inevitable. We've been talking about super conferences and all this forever. But all of a sudden, realignment and then the absolute implosion of a conference, right? The predominant West Coast conference is gone. All of these big schools with all these rich histories, the Heisman Trophies lined up. Reggie Bush is getting into the Hall of Fame. How the hell does that make any sense? You took the man's Heisman Trophy, but now you're going to welcome him into the Hall of Fame. But I digress. But we're watching all of this change. You add NIL, you add all these different things. And it's not the game you recognize anymore. But to completely dissolve what has been one of the biggest conferences, the maker of so many stars mm-hmm. all these years, Through the decades, television stars, movie stars, broadcasting stars, and, of course, obviously, the guys that went into the league and starred for years. And that's just gone. It's part of the history. And, yes, they they live on and they move into different conferences. And, yes, it becomes the education of, hey, this is what that team and school was. But it's, it's just so different. And watching it tonight, all of the mascots lined up. That's mm-hmm. the image that's oh, going yeah, on. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. all down in that one end zone. And it's like this sad, sad meme kind yeah. of event of, oh, there we all are. We're all gonna split and go our separate ways. <laughs> you know, and, and
0: and this is the part that's frustrating, is that it didn't have to be this way. Sure. It's gross mismanagement, Larry Scott, and, and the Pac-12 leadership is what led to today. And you can on the surface say, well. Who saw this coming, the realignment of college football, all these things? I was happy to say, no. no, you and I didn't need to see this. The people who are running the bleep in Pac-12 needed to see it. But the problem that's is everybody doing did. That. But that's that's your job right. is to understand this is where college football is going. This is how we need to stay afloat, how we need to stay solvent and be one of the big conferences standing because we should be the biggest because we have an entire coast. And that's what the frustrating part is that the leadership didn't see this. And now there's no more Pac-12 because of that when they should have been equal with the SEC or the Big Ten because they could have an entire
4: half of the country playing the Pac-12. But we always had the, the arguments and discussions of, hey, the East Coast bias on this, that, the other. How do we gain more relevance? Oh, wait, you need a better TV package than what you created. Oh. Dopes. Coming up next,
0: wait till we tell you what's going on in Vegas right now following Washington's win over Oregon. It is the night the Pac 12 died. Na, 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 na,
4: na. At
1: Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field.